0: Welcome to Medicine Words. This is Tom, and I'm joined today by intuitive counselor and metaphysical teacher Kendara Laurel, who publishes a newsletter called Sunflower Wisdom, and also has a practice of healing and teaching students through meetups and other groups. Welcome, Kendara. Thank you, Tom. Glad to be here. Can you help me describe your practice in just a little more detail than I've already done? I'll be happy to. I'm an
1: intuitive counselor, also known as a psychic. Tools that I use are tarot, intuition, I Ching, which is just the love of my life, and belief shifting. And that's based on different teachings of helping
0: people identify self-sabotaging beliefs. I think almost everyone has an issue there. Tell me a little bit about belief shifting. It's based
1: basically on Byron Katie, who believes it's your thoughts that are causing the way you respond to things. And Gay Hendricks, who believes that a lot of your behavior starts in childhood. So when I'm tuning in and reading for somebody, nine out of 10 times, something will come up. Maybe it's the wording they use, or maybe it's the questions they're asking. And then my intuition and maybe some tools will help focus on what it is. And I will say to them, give me a thought about this situation that's causing you stress. And we switch it around. Powerful.
0: And you're able to adjust the way at least their energy deals with it? Or are you able to adjust the way they think about it?
1: It's more the way they think about it. I mean, I do do healing on an intuitive level. So I know that's part of it, doing Reiki. But it's it's a case where you can almost tune into something that's causing them stress helping them tune into it. And what they do is they write down every single feeling that this thought is giving them. And then they write down every single feeling that they would have if they didn't have the thought. And the handwriting is so different that it's almost like two different people wrote it. And then what we do is we find three different sentences where we're switching it around. And I'll say to them afterwards, okay, on a scale of one to 10, when you started, what were you? and being stressed, and what do you know? And then maybe we'll give them affirmations after that, maybe we'll give them some EFP, but it's so, it's powerful, I'm impressed with it.
0: Is that your primary approach?
1: Actually it isn't, Um, it's just that so many people, like you said, tend to have self-sabotaging thoughts. It really depends on the situation, like if somebody comes in, and I'm noticing that with the quarantine, people are more on the journey of self-discovery and it's larger issues like what's the next step? What's my path? So I will start by doing I Ching. Are you familiar with
0: that? I've certainly heard the name and I was going to ask you to tell me more about it.
1: I have been a student of the I Ching for about 34 years learning from a Native American shaman named Howard Badhand. It goes back to Confucius. The term comes from E, which means change, and Qing, which is a term applied to all the ancient Chinese classics. It's the second oldest book in the ancient Chinese library and there are three versions. There's a Tibetan, a Taoist, and a Chinese. The thing that is more than incredible about it is you don't have to have a question. You can just say, what do I need to know? And you throw coins. As I've noticed for myself, or I'm sure you have too, if there's one issue in one area of your life, it tends to flow over into the other areas, like not communicating or feeling misunderstood. So after we've done that and read the lines, I have a deck of Tao cards, and I will have them pull one, and it's the same. There's 64 six-lined figures in the I Ching called hexagrams. And there's 64 I Ching cards, each one corresponding to a hexagram so they'll draw one of the cards and then we'll compare the coin throw to the card and read the different lines and it's amazing so I guess the practice depends on what they
0: need okay and where is that information coming from is it your spirit guides their spirit guides oh,
1: it's both of them their spirit guides are talking to my spirit guides um however I'm glad you asked that When I was 50, I took Reiki 3 Master Teacher on my birthday. And although I'm a Reiki Master Teacher, I do other forms of healing more. But I started channeling. And I liked it so much that I took Reiki 3 two more times. So I'd say most of this is just channeled information. And then the I Ching confirms it. Does
0: that make sense? It does make sense. And so where are you channeling from? Who is there a particular healer that comes to you? Well, when I
1: started, I was channeling Kuan Yin. I have no idea who I'm channeling. In fact, I've made a point of not finding out because I think I would drive them absolutely crazy. But I do meditate twice a day, so I'm sure I'm pulling something in from there. Sometimes when I'm reading, though, somebody will come through who's one of their guides or
0: one of their loved ones. And passes a message to them. Totally. And boy, they are pushy, Tom. Tell them this. Tell them. It's like, okay, I'll tell them. Stop. Well, that's good. They push their way to the front because it's probably (laughs) very important. Oh, my God, they do. They can get away with it, but you and I can't. So that's so. you also practice Reiki. I heard you say that as well. How much of Reiki is in your practice?
1: Actually, Reiki's is in all of my practice because Reiki is the energy. So I, even though I've been a Reiki master for about 20 years, I don't even use the symbols. I don't even know the symbols, but I do channeled healing. And so when I'm doing healing and I teach healing. So when I'm doing healings on people, I will put my hands out and just let the energy flow.
0: But even when I'm being interviewed or reading, I'm channeling. So you mentioned that you do teaching as well. Tell me a little bit about your practice for teaching and your students. I love teaching.
1: It's a passion of mine. Um, I'm teaching a class at CFU this weekend on psychic development. I have my own meetup and, you you know, introduction to metaphysics, Um, Denver. And that just got 3,013 members. I've also collaborated with another metaphysical meetup group called Awkwardly Zen. And once a month, I teach an online psychic development class. I can do coaching. There's some classes I can't do in person now, like, because I'm still sort of quarantined. But I just love teaching. I guess the things I teach are psychic development, healing, meditation, belief shifting, which is very tied in with manifestation, and a little bit of
0: numerology for good measure. Okay, let's get back to the manifestation in just a moment. But I would like to ask you about your intuition. You mentioned that early on, and you also teach intuition. Tell me about what senses you have in particular.
1: Okay, my main sense is clear audience. I hear it. I feel it sometimes. I will see it on occasion, but it's absolutely clear audience. And to me, it almost sounds like a conversation I'm remembering somebody had. And then I'll feel a little bit of a, like almost someone's touching my ear gently, but absolutely clear audience, followed by clear sentience is where you feel it.
0: Okay. Do you see auras as well? I
1: have taught classes on that, um, but I don't consciously see auras, but I could focus on auras if that makes any sense.
0: Okay, and does that help you get to the root of a particular problem from time to time? It really doesn't. I know
1: it does with some people, but for me it's more the intuition. It's really listening to what the person's saying and the feeling that I get. Like if I'm reading for somebody and something comes up and it they have an issue with it, you're going to feel this in your gut. So that's why it's good to ground yourself before you read. But no, I think ours are wonderful. I know some people just do that. But that has never been the main
0: one for me. Okay. So if you get a person that comes in and they're a little bit hesitant to come right out with what's bothering them, are you able to get to it before they get you to it?
1: Well, if they're reluctant, I want to absolutely honor their need for privacy. They'll come in and I'll go, so what are we going to talk about today? And then 10 minutes before their hour reading up, they'll go, you know, I really want to know. <laughs> But what I will say, if something comes up, I'll go, I keep picking up your father, or I'm getting a feeling that something's going on about, Um, when I do readings, there are four things that I never, ever mention, And one is death, one is debt, one is disease, and one is diagnosis. So if any of these comes up, like I get, well, there's a disease, I've got to cover my butt and I'm not a doctor. So I will say, I'm getting a feeling, I'm getting the word doctor. So it's a case of picking up a little bit if they don't wanna be read or if they wanna really cover it up. A lot of times the things are coming up just so I'm aware of the issue. I was talking to a young woman the other day who's starting to do readings and things. And she says, so I get messages for people. And I go, yes, but you need their permission to give them
0: to them. She goes.
1: Oh, <laughs> so it I can get it, but then it's
0: also a case of how much they want to let me in. Oh, that's a great point. So when you're walking down the street, do you see things or hear things about people around you, just in passing people around?
1: Oh no, 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 no! I have myself surrounded by a beautiful pink light, um, and I have no problem if I'm walking down the street and I'm uncomfortable walking to the other side of the street. No, I, I don't walk around and go. That person. <laughs>
0: well, it's good that you're not inundated when you're out in public, I think. Oh, my, it's training. Um, it is a good thing, honestly. So how long does one of your sessions take? Well, I read
1: at a place called Shining Lotus every Friday, and I do hour and half hour readings. A lot of times people will come in and they'll say, you know, I only want a half hour, but can we make it longer if we need to? And if I'm reading for somebody, you know, like on Zoom or something like that, it can be as long as they like. Um, I like to make it at least 20 minutes because I think you can't get a lot done before that.
0: If you're healing something and you're working on it, how many sessions would a person expect to need to be able to get past a problem?
1: Boy, this is, you're really asking good questions. It depends on the problem. I really like to think that when someone comes to me, they're coming to me once. I don't want someone who's addicted to me, needs me. Not that I don't care, but I like to think that they've had enough tools that they are empowered that they can work with it. So if something else comes up later on, yeah, come back. And I've had people even go, that's really good. Thank you. I'll probably be back in about six weeks, but no, you know, I don't,
0: they don't need to keep coming. Okay. That's good to know. I think it is a common practice for some people that they get to a point where they can't make any kind of a decision without checking in.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's good to have counselors. It really is. But then I really say and here, I just have put myself out of business. If people really listen to themselves, they would not need psychics as much as they think they do. And I, I get readings all the time too. So I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I think it's easy to get really dependent. Sometimes.
0: And so many people, have lost whatever understanding of their own intuition that they may have. So they need to depend on someone else to help open that back up again. And it's
1: an honor to be able to help them. It's such a privilege. It really it really is.
0: What are some of the limitations? What are the things you won't do?
1: I won't do spells. I won't do anything with magic. That's me. I just, I just won't. I don't do house clearings because I don't have the ability to. I don't do um, soul retrievals because I'm afraid that I would end up back in the 18th century with somebody else and be unable
0: to come back.
1: So I guess it's more what, what do I do? And I'd say that's really good intuitive counseling.
0: What would you say is one of the more exciting success stories that you have?
1: Oh, my God, there's so many of them. Thank you. So I remember when I was going to school in Tallahassee, and this girl was telling me about her brother, and her brother had disappeared. And they were really concerned about him. And I said, well, when did he disappear? And she said, well, yesterday. And we have no idea where he is. And I said, okay. And I just sent the energy out. And I saw her the next day. And she said, you know, right after we had this conversation, they found him. And I like to think that just putting out the energy was powerful. Again, I'm not discrediting myself. I'm a tool. Um, I remember one time when I was doing readings at this fair in Denver called Celebration. And this couple were sitting across from me, college kids. And they said, We just want to know if we're going to be together after this. And my guide said, We'll always have Paris. Tell them we'll always have Paris. I said to myself, I said, I'm not going to tell them they're always going to have Paris. That's just dumb. So I said to them, I said, Okay, I'm being told to tell you that you'll always have Paris. And they said, You know, we went to Paris last summer, and you're right. We'll always have Paris. It's just really exciting, Tom, when you're reading for someone and the light goes on. Oh, okay, that makes a lot
0: of sense. And Yeah, that's a terrific story. Thank you for sharing it. I bet you've got a few more. Um, we've got time for another success story. Um, let me think of another
1: success story. Um, I guess what I'm known for really is getting people started on this. I have a meetup, this is tying in with a story, called Introduction to Metaphysics. And it invites people to come in twice a month and speak on anything metaphysical. So as of this weekend, it's got 3,013 people. And what's happening is all these people who didn't even have a clue of what any of this stuff is are learning and they're connecting with people. So I can't really think of one. I wish I could think of an exciting story. I mean, but there isn't one in particular that jumps out.
0: Okay. Well, if one comes up before we're done, I'd love to have I'll you jump share. in
1: with that. I'll ask my guys to come up with a story.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and we know they jump to the front of the line, so we'll watch for that. <laughs> we'll do that for sure. Okay. And I'd I love to ask this. What's the single most common thing people come to you for? Is it relationships, physical ailments, Uh, work work related it's just
1: spirituality it's am i in the right place am i doing the right thing what's the next step years ago it was relationships and it was jobs but honestly it's what's the step or they've got a business that they want to start a metaphysical business but i think it's just self confirmation It's somebody giving them permission
0: you know am i on the right track and what are the steps that i need In your observation, are people generally in the right place or are they searching? Do you help them find the right place that they need to be? Well, good question. Actually, everybody's
1: always in the right place. Regardless of how simple that sounds, they really are. I can can be there and I can ask the right questions, but I think ultimately they're there. And they're just ready to hear it. And their guides are telling Mike, not that I'm just crediting myself. But yeah, I think nine out of 10 times they are. If somebody comes and says, should I leave my partner? They know. They honestly know. You know, and the thing is, you can't say, well, yeah, you should. But you can say as long as things continue the way they are, <laughs> you can change. So yeah, I really think people are in the right place, even when they're suffering. It's sometimes what's needed
0: to go to the next step. Sure. So most of the time, people are in the right place. How is it that it works that way? So many people think that they've gone off on a wrong track, yet you're telling me that they're in the right place. How is it that they are?
1: Well, they're where they need to be at the time. And I think a lot of times, not always, I'm not talking about sickness or some (laughs) natural disaster What I'm talking about is going with what feels right and going with what is working for them and not comparing themselves to other people. As Buddha said, if every bird had to be the best singer, the woods would be really quiet. I honestly think if we just trust where we are, um, get advice, get counseling, help yourself. For heaven's sake, if you want to change your career, go to take some classes it's a case, so really, um, sometimes people have to get to a point where they're hurting, so they'll change. Oprah said it well. She said, first, it's a tap on the shoulder if the universe wants to wake you up, and then it's a brick, and then it's a door, and then it's a whole darn building, <laughs> and I say, right on, Oprah.
0: <laughs> well, Oprah would be thrilled to know that you quoted her in the same discussion with the Buddha. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> Oh, they're both really good sources. <laughs> oh, that's terrific. Okay, well, how can people find you?
1: Okay, well, they can go to my website, which is com, And they can also email me at laurel at gmail.
0: If you would, please, would you spell that for everyone? Because we're on audio, and I want people to be sure and be able to find you.
1: Aw, oh, thank you so much. Okay, so... My first name's Kendara, K E N D A R A. Last name's Laurel, L A U R E L.com. That's my website. My Gmail address is kendara laurel at gmail.com. And I also have a newsletter, but they can find that all on my website. Only other thing that I'd really love people to know about is my meetup, because it's called Introduction to Metaphysics. Denver, meetup.com. And we've got a medical intuitive coming this weekend. And I think people will love it.
0: That sounds so thank
1: good. Thank for asking. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great.
0: Well, and people can get into your meetup group just to learn, just to put their toe in the water, so to speak.
1: Oh, absolutely. I'd love to hear from you. But if you don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to read it, you can, you know, read my newsletter. But yeah, just go to the meetup because twice a month, we have the most incredible people. And then also a woman named Aerie has a group called Awkwardly Zen Meetup. And I do a psychic development class for them the third Monday of every month. I
0: love my meetup group. Kendara, one more question for you. How far out would someone have to wait to see you if they were to book you today?
1: Actually, if they were to book me today... They could call or email me, or if they're in Denver, they could go to Shining Lotus's website and contact me on Friday. Sometimes I'm doing things, but in terms of booking up within a week or so, it's pretty easy to get a hold of me.
0: Oh, good. All right. Well, the accessibility is important when someone is having a problem and needs to get it resolved soon. So I'm glad that you are so available.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I'd like to thank you, Kindar, for joining us today on Medicine Words and people, once again, can find you at kendara And I hope that we send a lot of people your way so we can get lots of people your good energy and your healing. Thank
1: you. Thank you so much, everybody.
0: My name is Tom, and I hope you've enjoyed the content of today's podcast. You can visit our website at medicinewords.net to find previous podcasts, and to stay up to date on our latest material. You can also submit questions on our website, which we may use in future podcasts. Also, if you like, you can subscribe, and we'll be sure to send you a reminder each month with a link to our latest podcast. Thanks again for listening. Please join us again on Medicine Words.